What's up, guys? How's it going? You're listening to the Journey to Truth podcast. How's everyone doing? We'll give it a couple minutes, let some more people come into the chat. Um, can we get a 5-5 five five if everything sounds all right? What's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, you need to turn Oops. that down. My bad. <laughs> uh, Let me mute this. Yeah, that's, that's always going to happen. It's hard to remember. <laughs> um, what's up? Anita, what's up? Drink with Tessa. What's up, Christina? Drink with Tessa. I, I like calling everybody by their screen names. It's funny. Um, can everybody hear us okay? Five, five. All right. Sounds good. So tonight we are joined by a familiar face to a lot of you guys who have been following us. Uh, you've seen his mug at the beginning of every one of our episodes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, we have Tim Sanders tonight, um, founder of Omnia Radiation Balancer, and he's coming to he's coming forward with some new developments and some new test results, new studies uh, on this technology and what it actually is. We're going to break it down. Uh, it sounds boring, but it's not. This stuff is literally the next level. This is the future of our of free energy, of where we're going. Uh, it's Nikola Tesla based technology from what I understand. Uh, but before we get into that, I'm going to plug a few things. Uh, just another reminder, um, we have t-shirts for sale on Teespring, 20% uh, off through Christmas with promo code Sleepy Joe. So if you don't have a t-shirt, they make great. They make, That's promo code. They make uh, great Christmas gifts. Um, we have a new design coming out very shortly. Um, some really busy schedule coming up. So, uh, we have our hands full, but yeah, so 20% off promo code Sleepy Joe for the t-shirts. Uh, we just partnered up with Hopewell Farms, a CBD distributor. Hopewell Farm, I need to learn. I need to remember. Yeah, no to drop the S. One farm. Yeah, one farm. It's just one farm. Um, some really great products. If you guys are looking for a new CBD product to try, I highly recommend it. This stuff is very potent. It's very good. Uh, it's illegal in other countries <laughs> so you know it's good i only say that because we have we had people angry that they don't ship internationally but it's uh illegal in other countries so we're just stuck with stuck with it here so everybody in the united states i guess we're lucky so you gotta fly here to get it yeah you gotta fly here to get it uh that's one good thing about fly to st louis and we'll, we'll sell it to you one good thing about living here right now right uh, and um, if you guys haven't checked out our most recent episode with Ben Seahick on chemtrails and geoengineering, that was incredible. This is a local guy here in St. Louis who Aaron knows. Uh, he started, Aaron met him at work and they started chatting. This guy is a wealth of knowledge. He knows tons about the chemtrails, the geoengineering, the NWO agenda, all that stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend checking it out because I learned so much. I actually had to go back and rewatch it. It was fascinating. Uh, if you haven't really dove into the topic of chemtrails, I definitely recommend that because it is, it's mind blowing. And, and if it's new information to you, it might be upsetting, but uh, it's good to be aware of what's going on on this planet because uh, now, you know, you can do something about it. Um, that being said, I think I covered everything. Uh, how's it going, Tim? Welcome to the show. Yeah, great. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey guys. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me back on. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're glad to have you back. Same to you. Um, I think this is the third time now. Uh, I think it is. Yeah. The last time we had you on, was it right at the beginning of this 
pandemic, right when everything was shut down, we were covering some very controversial stuff. That entire episode got shadow banned. <laughs> I mean, right. it's been it's been crazy. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because we're still experiencing a lot of that now as far as censorship. We've been watching, I mean, we've had what 18 to 20 subscribers we lost yesterday. They, they, people are being unsubscribed or watching Aaron watched the view count go in reverse today. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, the elections. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um just getting swiped from under your nose. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? It's, um uh, you know, it, it's hard to keep your kind of focus and your center while all of this you know, uh, tyranny and, um, you know, uh, ugliness is going on. Yeah. 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 I know we have a, a documentary we're trying to work on, but it just, it's so hard to stay focused on a project that has nothing to do with the current times right now, because it's, it's just hard to, because we're being pulled another direction right now. So we'll let that evolve on its own, but it's just, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Well, so, I guess it's a part of it is a question of how much you're reacting, and then the other side is like how much you're projecting into the future uh, and the future that you want to see. And I think everyone's falling into this trap at the moment of getting sucked into the whole reaction thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, but that's normal because there's a lot to react against. You know, everyone's you know having their buttons pushed about everything from you know those things to you know. <laughs> Yeah. cell towers to whatever else we can't say um but yeah the, the buttons are being pushed aren't they um by you know everyone from politicians to you know crazy policies and, and all sorts yeah yeah i know you were recently on as you wish with james Gilland, and that uh you know i know he likes to bring up the current events every chance he every yeah. chance he gets right no he matter what yeah. no matter <laughs> every what single the, show no matter <laughs> what the topic is he's always brings it back you know um but before we go into this, I just want to do, I do want to ask you, what does it look like from the outside looking in on the United States and this election and everything? Because we're here in the middle of it. We're living it. But how does how do how do you view it from how does everyone over there view it from where you're at? Well, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I mean, I would answer that in two parts. There's how I see it personally. And then there's how everyone else is seeing it. Um, you know, and I I work in a shared office space and I often sort of just tap into the kind of collective consciousness on the floor and they are just all you know that none of them have a clue that there could have been any you know malfeasance and and you know anything untoward that went on in the elections none of them have a clue and we're also getting a very strong message from all of our mainstream media that Trump is just a bad loser and and it just plays to the British air of kind of like you know superiority superiority super, i can't even see that say that uh, but you know what i mean superiority um and yeah it's um no one has a clue uh, at the of the bigger game i mean not not no one but um there's only a select few of us that, that are sort of sharing stuff on whatsapp and so on um but i think it's quite the minority and the mainstream is just you know taking over the narrative as it always has um it used to be subtle but now it's just blatant it's you know you know get trump out biden is the president you know they proclaimed him ages ago um no one they've even set run features i've seen on the bbc where they've said you know joe biden is a much more likable person than president trump you know trying to make out that he has he's got like an uh, impeccable character and i'm like what well he's <laughs> well, i mean this, he's this guy married his his wife two days after his 
old ex-wife died you know all sorts of yeah it's like sort of you know all sorts of things and then you know don't get me started about his his son um but you know what i mean it's like there there's there's two camps but i would say that the minority camp are very very switched on um we're not particularly well organized in terms of like you know, our proactivity and what we're going to do about it but sometimes you just have to be in the knowledge that it's wrong and not consent um and uh, and project forward into what you do want to see and then i'd say the majority of people are just literally biting on anything that will get their lives back to normal including you know what um so yeah there's a real kind of um push pull going on but from where we the, certainly the mainstream message that's going on over here is that you know trump trump is, hasn't got a hope in the courts right and i you know i don't know whether that's true or not but uh you know hasn't got a hope in the courts and is basically uh whining like a bad loser and there's not even a, a anyone saying that that biden you know there's any suspicion over biden being the most popular popularly elected uh president that, that's really that's really interesting because yeah. uh james o'keefe uh, is coming out with all these cnn tapes uh he's been recording their conference calls their morning 9 a.m conference calls for months now and kind of getting uh the behind the scenes look at what's going on. And basically they're, they've already, they're exposing the, their narrative and they're being told to don't draw any attention. Don't put any um, energy into Trump, not uh, into Trump, not transitioning. Or what am I trying to say? They don't want to put energy into, they basically know Trump isn't going to leave office, but they don't want to put any attention onto that. They're, they're making them say, like basically push Biden, which we already know that, but now we have evidence of them. That is their narrative. And that's what they're being told. I totally butchered that. Just go watch the CNN tapes. Um, anyway, for those of you just joining, uh, this is Tim Sanders, founder of Omnia Radiation Balancer. You guys know what that is. You've seen the commercial. This is, if I don't fall over out of my chair, um, I will let Tim explain this stuff. Uh, there's been some new studies, some new developments coming. Uh, I guess some breakthrough studies, I guess. This is some next level stuff that you're finding out what these patches are actually doing. Um, yep. Go ahead and explain that yep. and explain the technology and everything because sure. this stuff is fascinating. Yeah, right. Um, so, I mean, it's always a challenge for us because, you know, we've got a little sticker like uh, uh, like Aaron just said, uh, show, sorry, Tyler just showed. And um, uh, that goes on a, a mobile phone, a Wi-Fi router, a laptop or anything like that. And then we change the state of the radiation field. Right. But there is no test out there that can you can you know, there's no meter that you can hold up to a radiation field and say, oh, that's great. It's now centered, balanced and a you know, life affirming energy. There's no meter like that. So what we have to do is use the human body as the barometer or the, you know, the conduit to show us whether the human body has responded well or not so well. Right. And uh, in case you didn't know, there's like 10,000 peer reviewed studies out there on rats that show that rats develop everything from cancers to endocrine damage to infertility and heart rate problems and all sorts of other things but we don't have hundreds of thousands of pounds to go into labs and do tests on rats so we use um it some might call alternative modalities to check in with the body and see whether the body responds well or not uh, the obvious one is applied kinesiology 
where you use your body's strength and all the electrical balance in the body to tell you whether it's a yes or a no if you hold your phone. And the bad news is that for pretty much 100% of people, in fact, 100% of people, um, it's a no. You know, people go weak when they, when they hold their phone. And then when you put our patch on the phone, they go super strong. And we just took it to the next level with that applied kinesiology with another modality called autonomic response testing. And that goes on the basis that there is effectively a light body around your body um, and you are always emitting and receiving light around your body. And they can measure that in terms of its coherence, right? So <clears throat> they have a little, what they call a pole filter at the top which basically adjusts the light coming in and out. And then they test the body's strength when it's exposed to something. Uh, and then they adjust it to see, you know, what kind of balance needs to be restored. And what they can do is they can measure whether the body is in blocked regulation, right? Which is basically stress. It means that the body is kind of working to regulate itself. Um, so that's blocked regulation. So it can, it can tell you whether you, you don't like something. So if you're allergic to milk, you would be in blocked regulation. They just pop it on your stomach and then they do this test. So they can also measure whether you are in open regulation, which is basically when your body is flowing and then they can give that a measurement, right? So it goes up to 90 basically. Um, and uh, so they can measure how coherent you are uh, or how, how coherent the light body around you is. But then they can also measure whether you are in what they call yang state and yang state is the masculine state it's where the where the where the energy in the body is being used to repair itself right and the way that they test that is they by what they call o-ring tests right so they test they basically pull these two um you know apart and see whether you're super strong i don't know if you've ever done that test but it's another type of muscle test right and they pull they have Basically, there's obviously there's four fingers, so there's four tests, but you can do two tests on each finger. And basically, you can see whether you're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight level of yang state, right? So what we did is we used autonomic response testing to test out the you know autonomic nervous system uh, and get it to show us what happened when my two subjects, we did it on two people, held a phone. Right. And they both went into blocked regulation mode, meaning the body was under stress. It was under duress. It was dealing with something. Right. And then we put the Omnia patch on the phone. And we get the person to hold the phone in the hand. And those people went into open regulation. Right. So the stress disappeared, which was fantastic. And they went all the way back up to 90. So basically they, they, it was like the phone wasn't there. So that was really, really good news. But then the next piece of good news, which kind of bowled me over because I wasn't really ready for this. Um, we then held the phone with the Omnia patch next to the head and we did the O-ring tests, right? And when we did the O-ring tests, we found that because we've changed the state of this energy field here around the phone to something that is in absolute harmony with the energy in the human body, the body went into the eighth state of yang, right? Which is the, you know, basically um, the, the healing state, the healing state. So we're basically showing that we've turned something that was causing blockages, stress, uh, electrical imbalance in the body into something that was now 
a healing field, right? And I'm not actually allowed to say the word healing on my website. So I'm just going to backtrack and pretend I never said that, but <laughs> it slipped out, right? Um, but it was, it was just fantastic news because, you know, we know, and then the relevance uh, behind this is that everything in the body, as we've always said, is electrical, right? Even me moving my little finger like this is my mind telling the energy or the electrical current in all of my billions of cells or some of my billions of cells to move around, right? That's what we are as mental beings in this divine body. Um, so we have, you know, we're, we're, we're choice makers, if you like, we're consciousness interacting with this, you know, divinely given body, which is a bunch of atoms all spinning in a certain way, which we can come on to later. Um, so everything in the body is electrical, but especially in the head, because all of your brain waves are electrical signals, you know, and the brain is just this ex extraordinary complex, you know, um, very powerful uh, electrically functioning um, organ, right? So when you hold effectively what we call um, Decker energy, but it's effectively the energy of love next to your brain, then all of the electrical functions in your head react positively and your body goes into that yang state. And the best news was that we tested all of that on a 5G field. Um, so that was, yeah, because this is this phone here. I have the ability to turn it on to from 3G to 5G. Obviously, I don't put it on 5G, um, but we tested it like that. So that's the news that I have to share. And, and it was it was wonderful because, you know, I, I know that this is doing good. I know that it's delivering benefit. But to have it tested and, and, and demonstrated in that way, I wasn't quite ready for it. Um, but then when it came through, it was just like, well, that it is what it is. So um, that that's my positive news that I have. And we've got a video on that on, on our YouTube channel, which is Omnia Balance. People can check it out. Um, you know, I'm not saying that's the end of the story. I'm not saying, hey, great, you know, we can all just run around and do whatever we want, and make phone calls all day. I'm not saying that. But while we try and, you know, do something about the bigger picture um, and, and, you know, uh, and get proper safety testing, set tested networks above our heads and in the skies, while we're making that, you know, point that we don't consent to that, then this is a pretty good thing to put on your, on your, on your phones, laptops and Wi-Fi routers. Yeah. And I can, I can attest to that. Uh, for a number of reasons, I, I've told, I mean, everybody who's listened to us knows my story about how these patches have just totally eliminated my migraine headaches, something I wasn't actually expecting when I got the patches. I don't even know if I was expecting anything to be perfectly honest. And I put them on the router, my phone, the computer, whatever. And I noticed three days went by. I'm like, I haven't had a headache. And then I was like, oh my God, three days ago, I put those patches on everything. And I just had this aha moment. I was like, oh my God, but like my headaches were due to the radiation. I never even thought of it. I was, I was seeing doctors. I was trying every over the counter remedy, even holistic remedies. Nothing was working uh, because I wasn't addressing the right issue. Right. So this was, this was something huge for me, which made me like, this is why I'm always promoting these. I think everybody needs these. And not only, that I have, so I had two phones. I had my personal phone and my work phone. My work phone didn't have the patch. And I'm not joking when I say I feel like my blood is boiling when I hold that phone without the patch compared to my other phone. It gets hot. It, it actually hurts my hand. I can't even hold it that long. Right. And 
I used to I used to be in a long distance relationship before some time ago, before I knew about you or the podcast, you know, any of this stuff. And I was on the phone a lot and I would get headaches. I hated being on the phone that long because it would just kill me. I mean, it actually, I would actually get aggravated. It was just tough, but it was the only way we could communicate. Um, when I got those patches, not being on the phone doesn't even bother me. Re not even remotely. If anything, I'm energized. Like I feel good. I never, I'm never like, you kind of get agitated when you're, when you're around technology for too long, it does something to you, but that doesn't happen to me anymore. So uh, it's just incredible. And I would like you to actually that's go. And that's going to help the relationship, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was just fantastic. Yeah. And, I, and I'd like you to go into some of the, uh, the actual technology because uh, that's fascinating to me. Let's mm -hmm. we're, we're talking about the same exact stuff Nikola Tesla was trying to do. I mean, this is exactly what he was trying to achieve, tapping into the electricity in the air that's, and utilizing what's already there that doesn't cost us anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly right. Well, it's funny you should say that because only today, because there's a lot of videos circling around at the moment um, with people inventing Tesla coils and like holding a light bulb up against, you know, some Tesla coil and then the light bulb turns on, you know, and there's no cable anywhere and stuff like that. And I sent one of these videos that I'd seen to Lackey and Lackey is uh, short for uh, Dr. Ilya Lakisevich. Um, but you know, you can understand why I call him Lackey, why he calls himself Lackey. Um, <clears throat> so I sent it to Lackey and I said, Hey bro, what do you think about this? You know, people are copying Tesla. And he said, what's the point of that? What's the point of transferring energy from one coil to another coil? He said, he said, that's, that's not the future, you know, and, and the future is, to him and to me now, um, all about Decker energy. It's all about basically energy that is organic, uh, that is here in our atmosphere already, waiting for us to remember or to teach ourselves how to activate that energy so that it will serve our purposes and it will only do things that are benevolent. And so what, it, what I mean by that is that, you know, he has been on an awakening journey um, through um, conscious breathing. And also, you know, he, he used to be like a research professor at the Max Planck Institute of Physics, right? That's like the highest level you can get in, in physics. Um, and, you know, he basically started having these awakening moments, conscious breathing, read into Tesla and so on, and then realized that you know, he was getting messages, you know, through his conscious breathing and, and understanding a little bit more about the nature of reality and the laws of physics. And so he started to, you know, understand that things were different um, and was receiving um, information on how to prove that. And then he went back to mainstream physics and just said, look, the atom is not what we thought it was, nor is gravity, nor is magnetism, nor is all of these things. And I, I've got all these experiments that I can prove it. And he expected mainstream physics to kind of go, oh, my God, thank God you're here. You know, let's change all the textbooks. <laughs> all yeah. stuff. But of course, completely the opposite happened. You know, he, he got booted, booted out and he had to make a decision on whether he would, would go back with his tail between his legs and say, oh, I was only joking. How silly of me or whatever. But no, he stayed true to his convictions. And um, and basically he just expanded and expanded and expanded and then i think in 2007 he first identified um that there were these new units of energy um you know uh, popping up everywhere within the rain uh, especially in the mountains 
And because he'd become very clairvoyant, he could see them. And so he would go into his meditative state, just like Tesla used to do. And he would basically say, what am I to do with these new units of energy? And he could see them. And he received the message on, on what it was here for. And it, it basically is the energy of the fifth dimension that is here to, to, to be kind of like the bridge from you know, our old electricity systems or energy systems, which are all based on the, um, the concepts of generate, extract, and pay, right? So they're basically, you generate the electricity, you extract it off the grid, the grid, uh, and then you pay for it. And then you keep coming back and you're in this enslavement loop, right? And if you flip that around and look at what the Decker energy is, is actually here to be our slave or our servant. I, I, I don't like the word slave, but our servant, it's here to serve us. Um, so whatever we ask it to do, once we've learned and stepped into that power, and that could be, you know, activated by whatever's coming up in the next few months, you know, because we all know that there's an event coming and a big awakening, uh, you know, hopefully coming down the pipeline. Um, a lot of us will awaken to that memory of how to work with Decker and then replace all of those old systems of electricity, gas, you know, things that ruin our planet, you know, ultimately. Um, because, you know, if you've done any studying on electric cars and, you know, they're not exactly much of a replacement for, for the old, old gas cars. So he sees this energy unit and he started working with it. Um, it looks like a um, dodecahedron. So that is a 12-sided uh, pentagon. Um, and the difference is that on each of the 12 sides, there's a spinning cone of light that goes or there's six pairs, so six pairs, so that makes 12 sides, six pairs passing light across the dodecahedron structure. So that light goes across, you know, six pairs across the structure and it never runs out. And that unit of energy is, um, responds to conscious human intent. So if you learn how, and you go into that deep state, the same kind of state that Tesla used to go into to, to invent a lot of his uh, um, creations. Uh, if you go into that state, you can actually work with it and then you can bring it into this reality um, to perform well, amazing feats. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's working on a, a, a kind of Decker energy generator right now. And I've just got everything crossed that, you know, um, it works, um, but ultimately it's going to be a kind of like a generator, but it effectively produces energy, which is, always in balance, always in the resonance of uh, well, what he calls love, unity, consciousness, um, and it's incorruptible, right? So you can't use Decker energy to go and fire a missile, right? Um, but you can use it to balance radiation fields, which is exactly what we've done in, in our sticker patch. So we have Decker energy that's imprinted, uh, these tiny little units of energy that's imprinted into these patches. Um, and then when that patch meets and connects with the radiation field, which is imbalanced, then you effectively get this overriding the imbalanced energy of the phone. And then it's compatible and even, you know, um, uh, beneficial to the human body. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny how sensitive I've become to this radiation, this frequency, because 
I mean, for years, I didn't pay any attention to it. I just didn't know. And I didn't know it was harmful. I never considered it. I just thought it was normal. I thought they were, they had our best interest in mind. Come to find out from you that they don't even test the cell phones on, on people. They test them on plastic. Life. Indeed. Well, yeah. exp explain that process because that's mind blowing to me. And I don't think a lot of people understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is where the, it just gets completely off the charts mad. Right. Um, so, um, and this is how sort of susceptible we all are because, you know, many people, many very intelligent people have not questioned this process. Right. So what they do is they get a plastic model of a human being. Right. So it's got plastic skin um, and then they fill that mannequin with fake blood. So that's a combination of like salts and sugars and things that are in blood. Right. Um, and water, obviously. Um, and then they push a phone next to the plastic skin and see whether there's any temperature change inside the fake blood, right? So, um, so that's what they do. They just measure heat, right? But everyone that's in my space knows that these effects that are caused to the human body are not caused by heat. They're caused by something else. And I'm going to explain why that is in a minute. But back to the test, you know, there's one thing that's missing from that, that test, right? Which is a human body, you know, yeah, the human, yeah. the heart something with a heart, something with a brain, you're not testing any of the brain's reactions, any of the heart's reactions, any of even the cell's reactions in your body. Um, and there's another thing, which is even funnier, which is, I don't know if this is going to get me into any trouble, but it's pretty well documented. Uh, it's, it's a scandal called phone gate, right? Where when they pushed the phone next to the plastic skin and they measured the heat inside they started the phones started getting more and more sophisticated right and more and more hot right and the radiation got you know more and more intense and they started getting readings which were not in you know which was going over the the safety threshold which was like made up i don't know if anyone knows this but the safety re um, measures were made up in 1996 and they haven't changed them since then and if you remember what phones <laughs> yeah. looked like in 1996 they were a whole lot different than they are now right so you know the phones got more sophisticated the you know the bandwidth got got uh, got bigger um and suddenly you got a lot more heat coming out of the phone and they were getting the wrong readings according to their 1996 things so what did they do they pulled the phone away five millimeters away from the plastic skin and they found that they got the readings that were in that limit so what they did is they then went back into all the terms and conditions on our phones and said, you must hold this phone five millimeters away from your body at all times. It's a touch phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Good luck with you that. Know, yeah. It's, you know, this is where it just gets beyond, you know, beyond like a bad cover up. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. So they weren't there. So so they're testing just for the heat. That's it. They're just testing to see if the blood would warm up or heat up. And if it wasn't heating up, then like, okay, Which good. Is this is safe. like ionizing radiation is, is all they were testing for. Yeah. That's it. So, so basically um, the only way that they can detect, well, classically, you know, you've got the uh, electromagnetic spectrum, which uh, decides whether enough heat is uh, created to break chemical compounds or shake an electron off an atom in classical physics. Um, and if, it's, if it doesn't create that heat, then it's just, it's just basically categorized as non-ionizing and that's okay. And no further tests are done, 
right? So the industry just uses heat to measure whether, you know, that, that it's safe or not. And they'll concoct some kind of test to get them past the post, if you know what I mean, right? But everyone that's doing the biological tests on the rats, you know, is saying, wait a minute, these are all happening with non-thermal radiation, radiation that definitely doesn't um, create enough heat to, you know, uh, to, to trouble the electromagnetic spectrum. It's definitely non-ionizing uh, category. And that's where our science comes in to explain exactly why non-thermal, non-ionizing radiation that's made by man, and that's the crucial part of this, because this is different to the sun, which is made by a different maker. Um, so when man makes these electromagnetic fields or what we call magnetoelectric fields, we get it wrong. And it that electrical field dissonates with all the electricity in the human body. So um, we've come up with the, the our theory behind why this is a problem, but also we've come up with our solution. Um, I like to think that because our solution is proving more and more effective, then it must be because the knowledge about the wave field that is wireless radiation or microwave radiation, our knowledge about what it is, what quality it is that, um, that dissonates with the human body um, is correct. And the quality is what we call the centeredness of the wave field, right? Mm -hmm. And the wave field is effectively uh, a pattern of light. And that pattern of light has a zero point in the middle. And that zero point is a magnetic point um, and it holds the light ring in place. If that zero point is moving all around and not settling into the center, then effectively you have an agitated wave field. And that agitated wave field through you know, uh, wireless radiation comes and hits what we have in our bodies, which is like a perfectly balanced wave field because we are beings of light. And in fact, everything is light, right? This is what Tesla meant when he talked about um, you know, energy, frequency, and vibration, is that everything is light. Every, every piece of matter is light. Um, and all of, there's lots of levels of light, levels of light you can't see, infrared and so on. But certainly what you can see, as in like me and you and everything in, in this room, is effectively a spinning ring of light that is compressing itself into matter, right? It compresses itself into matter and what hold, holds it in its material reality is that magnetic point in the middle, holding it in a, an atomic structure, right? And it follows two phases. It compresses itself, the light ring compresses itself into matter, and then it discharges itself into the ether. And then it recycles itself via the zero point um, and then lives again. So it's living, dying, living, dying, flicking on, off, on, off, life, death, life, death, life, death, rapidly, so fast that it looks permanent, right? Mm -hmm. it, looks, it looks material, it looks like matter. So that is the same for this wall as it is for the atoms and the cells in my body. But the difference between this wall and the atoms and cells in my body is that I have a mind to move the atoms and cells around, but also this body was effectively a divine creation, right? You know, and that's, that's the thing. That's the, if you, if you want to get esoteric about all of this, this is what's happening on a, on a bigger scale is that 
humanity is about to start connecting with the divinity inside our bodies right and it's just about to receive this new light and this new information and start to, starting to tune that zero point into the absolute geometric center and then all sorts of crazy things are going to go in off through our dna and our consciousness and everything else and there are certain beings shall we call them because i'm not going to call them people who have a plan to try and stop that and that is to flood the environment with imbalanced light so that you know, we, we get, you know, our, our normally balanced light rings in our body get disturbed. So, yeah. you know, that is, that is kind of like the, the, the spiritual war, if you want to call it that, uh, which is going on at the moment. Well, I think, absolutely. I think next time we have you on, we're going to have to cover a subject that you know a little more about because you don't seem to be very well informed on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next Agreed. Next time we should get lucky on. Next time we should get lucky. No, that on. that would be amazing. Um, that would be amazing. So somebody has a really good question. Would the sticker work if kept inside a locket and worn around the neck, or would it need to be attached to a device? That's a really good question. And about a couple of months ago, I would have said, um, I would have said no. It absolutely has to be put on a radiating device because the program in the in the in the in the stickers is there to meet the radiation, change its state, and then then your body reacts to that new energy field. But when we did the ART autonomic response testing, when we did that, um, we started mucking about. Right? We put these Bluetooth headphones in. We put it on the Bluetooth headphones, and we saw whether you know we went into deep yang state, and we did. And you know, and and you know, and someone just said, "Why don't you take the Bluetooth headpiece out and just put the thing on the ear? See what happens." And again, the the person tested went into deep healing or, or yang state, and I was like, "Whoa!" Because I wasn't I wasn't ready for that at all. Um, and then we started putting it on different parts of the body and. And obviously the heart uh, was, was very receptive. Um, and so were the feet. Um, but, you know, it's not, they're, they're quite difficult you know, feet. You wouldn't wear one, wear one on your feet, feet, but you would put one potentially in a locket around your, you know, close to your heart. So my answer to that is a provisional yes. Um, but we want to do more testing on that. And we also probably going to bring out a new, um jewelry range or some kind of like locket range or something like that you know next year um but we want to test it properly before we do all that yeah so what other stuff do you have in development are you allowed to talk about any of it i know some of it's pretty amazing and i don't know if you're at liberty to speak about some of what's what's in development <laughs> um well yeah i mean uh, I, i'm a bit wary of talking about this because i've talked about it for a little while now and and i just I don't know whether it's when it's going to happen. That's the only thing I, I know that I'm pretty sure that Lackey will get there in the end, but um, he is developing an air conditioning unit, um, which doesn't require electricity or a battery. So it's pretty much like, you know, a, a bottle like that, but it has sacred ge geometry and it's in certain type of material and it's got the Decker energy in there. <clears throat> and the Decker energy has a program to meet all air, air molecules in the room and change their spin and the um uh, uh the, the uh um yeah change the spin of the air molecules so that a temperature is maintained in the room so it could be minus 20 outside or plus 20 
um, but you would regulate it at you know um, 18 degrees, for example. So I know that that was on the table for him, but then he um, he focused more on getting all of his papers published. Um, and we can send you a link to all his papers. They're quite hard to read sometimes because he writes in a style that works for him. So you've got to be really committed to, you know, going through his work. But I've I've done a fair bit of it. I haven't read every single paper, but uh, within there you'll see all sorts of things like the, the true structure of water, um, you know, the true properties of uh, you know, the concept of the atom. Um, he rewrites E equals MC squared with the what he calls the etheric counterpart of the um, of the equation, as in you know the compression everyone knows about into matter. But he said that all of physics is missing the fact that that every time something is made, an equal counterpart um, is discharged. So this is like what you might call the Akashic records or something. This is the physics behind the Akashic records is that every time anything happens here, there's an etheric um, counterpart that is recorded somewhere out there in the etheric field, right? Um, and, you know, you can go into sort of vortex mathematics and Tesla, you know, sort of balance between the, you know, the, uh, the material and the etheric and that sort of thing. Um, it, it, it's for those who want to really deep dive. Like I said, I'm more of like a translator for him, trying to put it in terms that people will understand. I don't know how good a job I'm doing, but, you know, it interests. I was never interested in science or physics before I started reading his papers, but I will put a caveat on that, which is that it's not a walk in the park. You have to read it quite a few things again and again. And part of it is because his perspective is really interesting. His perspective is that, and this is really interesting for everyone right now, because everyone is really consumed by knowing stuff, seeing it, believing it, categorizing it, putting it into a box and categorizing everything. Like I speak to a lot of scientists who go, oh, all your, all your tests are just secondary science. You know, they're just yeah, they're just opinions. You know, you, you try and do a muscle test or something like that. That's just an opinion. I'm like, try it yourself and feel it, you know, feel it. But they can't because they want to put it in a box, you know, categorize it, put it down as data, and then make sure that that data is incorruptible because somewhere along the line, maybe they were persecuted or something like that. And they've got this huge fear of being wrong. But it just shows you that most of science is, is dedicated towards trying to find the absolute facts but yeah. what he said, what Lackey says, is that there's one problem with that, which is that our senses can actually deceive us, right? Everything we see, everything we hear, everything, whatever, can actually deceive us. And an, a, a really crass, basic, um, you know, um, depiction of that or a, a, a example of that is two train tracks, right? So what does the eye do? The eye merges them as soon as they you know, go down the line, right? But you know that the two train tracks are like this, mm -hmm. you know? And it's the same with the spinning ball. The sport, ball is spinning. And I'm like, I'm here. The ball is spinning anti-clockwise. It's like, yeah, but what if I'm over there? <laughs> it's doing the opposite, you know? So, and what if I'm here? And what if I'm there? And so what he's doing is basically saying, you have to almost be the ball. You know, you have to be the ball that's spinning. You have to really get inside the motion and the, and the, and the ultimate, you know, divine intelligence inside everything um and when you've made that step then you can 
explore lots of things. And when you do, it be actually becomes very simple because the other people who've used their senses to try and put everything in a box and categorize it, just go down this path of what he calls mental masturbation, where they basically put a theory on top of a, you know, on, on top of a, you know, um, it, it, they just lay a theory on, on theory on theory and they, they, they might not get anywhere. Well, so it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, exactly. a, it's amazing to me that you said you weren't into any of this stuff until you, you weren't into physics or science or whatever until you discovered Lackey's work uh, because you see, you're brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, it, it takes a certain person to understand this and be able to relay it in a digestible way that makes sense that people, the everyday person can understand. So, I mean, obviously this was no accident that you were the guy who, who came into contact with this information. And then now you're, now you're out here, you know, basically serving humanity with this product uh, that lasts forever. Right. So yeah. The, yeah the thanks for that. Never runs out. And some pe other co couple people, there's a lot of questions actually, but um, can you place a sticker on headphones? What about a TV set? Like, I guess, can we go into some of it the- It sounds like you can put it anywhere. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. just basically, can you get this like tattooed onto you and just, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, look, uh, our, our premise is this, right? All man-made electrical currents carry an imbalance. What we mean by that is that the, the zero point that we talked about earlier does not stay in the center of the field. That is because when you have the zero point in the center of the field, you're effectively in the balance of of and unity consciousness. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you just for a second. The promo code, people are asking what the promo code is. It's TRUTH in all caps, right? All caps? Correct. Yeah. Promo code TRUTH. It's a 10% discount off from now through Christmas. Continue, yep. Tim. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what we're just saying is that all electrical current from the electricity grid um, has an imbalance in it which means that the zero point isn't settled in the center of the field. It's moving all over the place. And the magnetic point inside all of our cells listens because we are basically big electrical antenna. We are responding to everything we come into contact with, whether that's sunlight, good music, which, you know, make, gives you tingles. That's a positive electrical reaction in the body. Um, you know, we're responding to everything, good food, a hug, all these things. Um, but we also respond to things in exactly the same way that we don't resonate with like um car fumes you know you if you smell car fumes you hold your nose or you run away right because you know it's bad but what we can't do is smell see uh, and most of us can't feel um those imbalanced uh wireless radiation fields um but that's why we use the body to try and show what's happening to it and, and show whether it's strong or weak and whether water is chaotic or perfectly um, crystalline um, and show that that vibration has changed. Um, but back to what I was saying is that if you take the premise that all electrical fields are imbalanced, it means you can put this on any imbalance. You know, people talk about dirty electricity, their smart meter, uh, in their car, cars, cars, if you take a radio frequency meter and you put it in a car, the readings go very, very high. Um, so, yeah, um, you can put it anywhere. And the nice thing is that the more places you put it, it creates this resonant network of, you know, balanced vibrations. Yeah. 
And it's funny because you said most people can't feel the radiation, but I went in, I had to go get a new cell phone and I walked into the AT&T store and I thought I was going to die. I hadn't been around a hundred, 200 cell phones at once like that in years. I haven't been a while since I've gone into a cell phone store. I'm not joking. Like I felt, like I said earlier, I felt like my blood was boiling. I'm like, I had an anxiety attack. I was like, how are these people in here just sitting? And, but the scary thing was, is by the end of the, by the end of my visit there, I had all, my body had already kind of started getting used to it. Right. And I, and it wasn't affecting me because you, you immediately you get used to it. You, yeah. You get used to it too quickly and then mm -hmm. you don't notice anything's wrong, but whenever you're away from it from that long and then you step into it, I was like, I was almost getting ready to just walk out and leave and order a phone online because I was like, I can't, I can't be in here. I can't be in here. And it's the boiling I just frog. It's I just the boiling it, frog example, isn't it? Yeah. I was just wondering if it was me, if it's just me, like, uh, becoming more aware of my body and just being more sensitive to it or it's just I've never paid attention to it before I don't know but I know for a fact that it is not good yeah yeah I think it's both you um because you're obviously you know on a path and those who are on the path uh you know receiving more and are open to you know more of this energy coming in and you obviously got a purpose as well you know which is coming through loud and clear on journey to truth <laughs> and yeah when you walk into those fields that are there effectively to take your your shining light down a peg or two then yeah you're going to be sensitive to that uh, on many levels not just on a bodily level but on a soul mission level as well um and of course you know if you have been using omnia and you we're used to the good balance, then you're going to swing back into that, you know, yeah. you know, and I'm the same, you know, it's, uh, it's not like you, you just have these and you never get sensitive ever again. It's, it's not that I, and this is why, you know, I'm very keen to tell everyone that this is not the solution. This is just a patch up, right? Because everyone has got to be aware of what is being foisted upon us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Something, yeah. something really quick on the, uh, somebody said a Tyler is part alien. Um, <laughs> Anita. Uh, we all, oh, we all are. Yeah. What's up? Uh, what's up, Alara? So Alara um, from One Foot and 5D, uh, she, this is her shirt, Space Force News. I, I helped her and I co-designed this uh, logo and the shirt just came in the mail yesterday. So I'm, I am premiering this shirt, I guess, on Journey cool. to Truth. So uh, guys, make sure, you, make sure you guys, uh, somebody in the chat, can you put that link in there too for uh, her Teespring page? Uh, what's up, Alara? Sorry, Tim, I didn't mean to uh, switch, change the subject. But no, no sorry. I was, I was Hi, gonna... Alara. Yeah, and Tim, Tim, you oh, know I, Alara. I met her too as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, going back to the smart meters, um, I'm the only house in my neighborhood that doesn't have a smart meter because i'm the only one who fought it because i'm not right. stupid <laughs> i had to actually get in the uh, argument to where i had to raise my voice with them and they finally left me alone they were pestering me about putting a smart me they said it was mandatory they, they, they never gave me a, a legal reason why they just said it was mandatory you have to everyone's doing it blah blah blah, blah. they kept and I, I put my foot down 
And I'm like, listen, I don't care what you have to do. I do not consent to this. You will not come and put this, come on my property and put this smart meter on my house without my permission. And if you do, you get, there's going to be problems. And they never did. I mean, thank right. God, I still have the old school, the old school dial meter on there. Uh, but anybody who's listening, the reason I'm telling this story is you don't have to have that on your home as much as they want you to think that you have to have it. You don't. And there is something you can do about it. Um, and if you or just put a patch on it. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Now, if you did put this patch, well, out, if you put this patch outside of your house, would weather eventually uh, make it lose its potency? Well, I mean, if you put it outside the house, it is, I mean, we've tried to make this affordable for everyone. And, you know, there are, there are many very expensive solutions out there on the market, but it is also really simple. It's just a you know paper glue dye and Decker energy. Right. Um, but it is perishable. Right. So it is going to, you know, eventually deteriorate unless you just tape over it. So if you put it on a smart meter outside, just put some tape on top of it and just leave it, you know, let it go. It, it, it'll be fine. Uh, it'll always work. By the um, way, by the way, you're, for those who don't know, if you do get it, you put it directly on your phone underneath your case. You don't have to put it on the outside. So I'm pulling my case off right now just to show you, you know, it can go. And this is, a, this is one that I actually scraped off my old phone and restuck to this phone. But um, so I, I guess it still works yeah. that way. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah, it does. That's a design fault on my my. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> I lost some money there. Damn it. Bro. No, yeah. I, well, no, I just couldn't get myself to throw one of them away or get rid, you know, get rid. No, no, because there's always an electrical device. There's a toaster, but well, not a toaster, but there's a fridge. There's something yeah. that you know, microwave oven. There's something that you haven't done. So uh, you know, if you, 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 yeah, just, just, yeah, put them, put them everywhere, and then just you know, the the nice vibes will be surrounding you. Yeah, exactly. So let's go back to what Aaron just said, how we're all ETs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, th that's what's interesting. Uh, oh, we are. It's true. And we're made up of, we, we are the high, we are hybrids, you know. And that's what's interesting to me about you, Tim, is like, um, not only, you know, it's funny how we found each other and then we've developed this relationship. And uh, there's a lot in common there as far as what's actually happening on this planet and off planet. And it's a fascinating subject to me. And I know it's something that you've been diving deeper into. I don't know if, if you would be interested in going that direction at all um, publicly with any of that stuff, but I know you're on an incredible journey yourself and it's fascinating stuff. And um, um, yeah, I mean, I could tell you a, a story. Um, yeah. It's kind of, you know, for those who've lasted this long, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you get to, get to hear the, the interesting stuff i guess um so i'll just keep this sort of try and keep this fairly compact because it's quite a shaggy dog long-winded thing but i went to dinner a couple maybe 18 months ago with a friend who was also a campaigner against 5g and so on and sat opposite this guy who said to me you know where are you from and i said i'm i'm from clapham and he went oh my god no way and he said how long have you lived there and and i said well since 1980 you know because it's my family home and i'm still living with mum and dad at the moment um and then it's like you know what date did you move in and how old were you and what number street do you live down and, and i'm like wait a minute what's, what's all this about it turns out that he's like his spiritual awakening 
led him to understand numbers and he sees everything in numbers and numerology and everything else. And he starts saying to me, um, do you know anything about the Clapham sect? And I said, no. And I've like lived in Clapham since 1980, but obviously other places as well, but I've come back here. So I know Clapham back of my hand, you know, and there's a big uh, common or park around Clapham, like huge common in the middle. And uh, I didn't know anything about the Clapham sect. And it turned out that they were a bunch of um, kind of what, what is known as saints in politics, right? So what they did was they campaigned from about 1790 onwards for the abolition of slavery, right? So, um, and, they, and they, they made it happen, right? They, they abolished slavery. They were, they were like a, a group of Christian men. They were called a brotherhood of, of, of politicians or whatever. They got together and they were completely badass because at that time uh, you had um, corporations, um, you know, religions, um, you know, society was completely committed to this horrible act of slavery and they overturned it. Um, so, um, but also they had some kind of divine guidance um, and that guidance um, I think was quite important to them succeeding. So they left all of these clues in all the buildings that they built uh, around Clapham Common. Right? And there are all these old buildings around here that have got these clues in the architecture and these clues in the numbers of the, the you know, the, the, uh, the houses on the streets and the distance between the houses, which was replicating the distance between certain stars. So it's a bit like the pyramids um, nice. because they built all these houses in Clapham and they left all these clues. And I'm sitting opposite the guy who's telling me all of this. And I'm like, I need to know all of this. Shit. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need, you know, just keep coming like this, you know, I'm like, who, who were they? And they were like William Wilberforce, who's like the um, William yeah. Wilberforce, who's the, you know, the, the kind of head, uh, the, the most famous one of them. Um, but um, I'll probably, I'll probably just end up by saying um, one thing, which is that he then gave me a lift home and, and we talked for ages and, and I was just like, you know, you know, absolutely uh, enthralled by all of this. And he gave me a lift home and something happened on the way home. Some kind of kaleidoscope thing happened and I was just you know, going in into some kind of weird wormhole. And I got home and then we talked for about 15 minutes more. And then I right, said, so, right, thanks. Thanks very much. See you, see you later. Really good to meet you. And then I walked 100 metres to my front door and I just had this download of energy that just came out of nowhere. And it just hit me. And I was just like, I can't go through that door. <laughs> I need to go and sit down somewhere. And I was just like receiving all of this energy. And I started talking this light language. And then I was like, I need to go for a walk. So I, I basically walked out and it was like 10, 10 30 PM. And I walked around Clapham Common and it was crazy. There was just all this energy in the trees. I could really, you know, when you're really tuned in um, and you can just feel spirit everywhere. Mm. And I walked all the way around the common and then ended up at the church and then I saw a plaque on the wall that said the Clapham sect worshipped here. So I was just like, right, that's that's my journey. Finished it. Um, and it was just like, wow, this that that the what does this mean? You know, I couldn't I couldn't work out what it was what it what it meant. And obviously, as human beings, we're always trying to figure out what things mean. Um, and then I talked to someone else that I know, and they said, I've got some information coming through for you. Um, I told them exactly what I just told you 
And they, I said, yeah, sure, come bring it through. And they said, they've left some codes for you to pick up. So anyway, maybe I'll leave that second stage for part two or something like that. Well, I can carry on if you want, but, um, but, uh, but well, it, so yeah. So, it has to do with um, Galactic Council, correct? Or is it has this... to do with Galactic Councils um, and also connection of the galactic ley lines with the ley lines of the planet, which yeah. is really important because there's a battle going on on that level as well. Um, and there are no doubt people who are here as channels to receive that energy and then bring it through. And um, yeah, it just so happens that there is a ley line going across Clapham Common. And I, I, I moved back here and moved in with my parents and they've suffered me for, for, you know, put up with me for like maybe over two years now. Um, but just so happens that there might have been a reason why I came back at this time, which is to be close to this energy line here. So it's literally 150 meters away from my front door. And yeah. I didn't know about it ever until I met this guy um, at a restaurant. And he just, uh, it was just weird as the universe, you know, making things happen as it does. Who am I sitting next to? The guy who knows, or opposite, the guy who knows everything about Clapham. We just started up a conversation and then loads of things opened out. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, since then I've been sort of exploring what else I need to do or receive or, you know, um, yeah. so on. But yeah, there you go. So we, we've had, I know, and we've had, incredible. it is that you and I have had some pretty uh, amazing conversations on that. And I think they were all, a lot of us, light warriors star seeds light workers whatever you want to call us um we are strategically located for to anchor the light in certain locations all around the globe and it's mm -hmm. i in my opinion it, it is no mistake at all that you're there where you're where you are i think all of us everybody watching everybody is planted in their hometown for a specific reason there might be a ley line or some type of energetic alignment um that they specifically resonate with and they can affect somehow their awakening by them raising their vibration they're going to affect the ley line let's just say in their area and then once we all start doing that this ley line is a grid system it's a global matrix of of these ley lines right so and this is the galactics obviously obviously know about this so by everybody going through their awakening where they are um it's it's just kind of waking up the whole planet and then when we all get together for these conferences man i guess that ley line is just lucky because it gets yeah. like a super activation yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly and i always say to everyone like you know we are cell towers too remember that we are towers literally towers of cells and you know we transmit energy as well so you know be really responsible for that energy right now because yeah you can get sucked into the whole kind of like you know uh, i was just saying before we came on the show right now it's just like this you know epic cliffhanger where all of the ugliness is you know really doubling down you know they're really doubling down on all of the programming the fascism the whatever you want to call it the statism you know the you know if you want your life back to normal you must do as i say and you know there's police on the streets and this that, and the other all the ugliness is coming right up to the top for us to see it 
because even you know the the most asleep person has to see it really in front of their face and really has to be affected by it in order for us all to transmute it and we can get sucked into that into that whole kind of fear oh my god are we actually going to win the day or is this just going to tip the other way you know it's a real cliffhanger and we've really got to remember that we are cell towers transmitting you know energy at the moment and receiving energy which may not make sense to us yet but um we've got to remember that you know holding our center being that zero point that still point inside of every one of our cells connected to spirit connected to you know um the good future and you know hopefully decker energy that's all around us will help us to make that make that transition yeah absolutely yes i i believe that um aaron you quit talking so much <laughs> right uh no aaron we're gonna let you leave us with a spiritual message for everybody oh i gotta top that man <laughs> no um if That's anybody if anybody could give advice on that it is aaron because he's oh, he's you. he's always listening and just re- i mean reading uh i mean you constantly constantly whatever at Constantly upgrading constantly means. upgrading yourself i guess uh, he's doing he, if, uh, what i'm trying to say is if there's any one of us who's doing the work it's aaron and uh oh, well thank you so I try. yeah so i mean you'd be the perfect person to leave us with some advice here because a lot of people out there are are worried right now there is a lot of anxiety going on and fear so yeah yeah tim i mean tim basically said it um you know we're we're here just by us being here we're affecting the the frequency of the planet we're affecting everyone around us and um and just the planet and the timeline so uh the more you can stay out of fear because the more you get caught up in fear or any of these low vibrational states the more you're going to um you're going to be emanating that frequency and then you're going to be holding yourself down as well um and um like tim said all the all the darkness and the ugliness is coming to the surface and it's being uh it's being very loud right now because it's it's being brought up to be cleared but it's also being brought up because the um the dark ones are are losing control so they're afraid so they're lashing out all the darkness is kind of lashing out right now so um the best thing to do is to not let that affect you because that's the whole trick is for them to to um if they can act really scary and do all these things and we believe it and we buy into it then that's the game but it's only if we buy into it yeah they they can't and that's beautifully said and they like um kate our friend kate awakening she said you know whatever happens whatever they want to do whatever is going on out there that seems like it might be affecting your life um they can't where the one thing they can't do is they can't stop you from being a good person. They can't stop you from living from the heart and living in integrity and doing what's right and doing what's right. And even if that means um, treating the people in your immediate family better and just, you know, because they are isolating us. Right. So work with, work with the hand that we're dealt and maybe this is happening. So we do start paying attention to a lot of things that we had been taking for granted 
up until this point. So, and the more you, the more you heal yourself, the less susceptible to, to living in fear you are, because that's the whole game too, is they want you to live in fear. But when you become fearless, when you don't even fear death, because that's what so many people are still afraid of death and afraid of dying. Right. And that's what the whole COVID scam is, is like, Oh my God, you're going to die if you get it. And it's like, well, if you don't fear death, it doesn't scare you anymore. Right. You're like, well, yeah. I'm not this body anyway. Like James says, oh, I, I can remember, remember dying a thousand times already. So. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Especially yeah. people that have already died yeah. or had those near-death experiences. Bring it on. They know, you know. It, but uh, yeah, it's like when you when you don't even fear death, then it's like, what do you have to lose? You're not this body. That's not who you are. You're just living in this body temporarily, experiencing this reality. But if that goes away, you're just transitioning to to a different state. Yeah, consciousness doesn't die it can't die <laughs> so so there you go you know once you once you get to that point they can they can do anything they want to you you know they can doesn't matter what happens you're you become fearless well like um like nicole frolic said actually she said that once you get to a certain point like that um a lot of the a lot of this stuff almost gets neutralized as it comes into your body right so mm. like even even like chemtrails or GMOs or let's say some of these frequencies, um, if you are doing work and you are raising your vibration and becoming this light body, this light being uh, and, and preparing yourself for ascension, a lot of these 3D level poisons might not even affect you. They might be neutralized upon entry. I don't know if that's true, but it's a it's a theory that um, that makes sense because our thoughts create our reality. So. Absolutely. Yeah, you can detox yourself. Uh, you do have to give some kind of dedication to that. Um, yeah. I think yes. it's a very lucky person that can just walk around with their electrical antennae, just brushing everything off. <laughs> yeah, like a shield. You've yeah. got to effectively, you know, you are the mind inside the body and the body is programmed to respond to all of these things around it, right? But you do have a mind that can actually deprogram it, and but but the mind has to be consistently in that mode you know i always tell the story about how you can say a prayer and you will do a muscle test and stay stay super strong when you put the phone in your hand however you then got to go around saying the prayer all day right and what effectively we're doing is we're putting the prayer in the sticker and then that's set and forget so that you can now fight the other battles that you got to go out and fight but yeah i love that <clears throat> nice way to slip that in there <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. it's true because society is designed to distract us so we can mm. be as strong as we want, walk down the street. And then depending on the personality or the person that you are, you're like, you know, oh, look, a squirrel, you know, <laughs> like stuff right. will get your attention. And then next thing you know, your guard is down and something mm. could be affecting you in a way that you weren't even that you don't even know or you don't even understand. So I, I get it. that's a great point. You know, it's it's impossible really to walk around all the time like that. But um yeah i don't know it's a good point i think one of the yeah and it, i mean I, my parting comment would be that you know in this turmoil and all of this kind of maelstrom of stuff that's swirling around um just remember to to be in a state where you're allowing that energy to come through for you or allowing that galactic team to to be connecting with you um but just be open to that but don't be open to a point where you are, you know, um, corruptible or anything like that, but be open where you're connected to source, you know, connect with, you know, just look at trees and get inside, you know, the energy of the tree, connect with that energy and be open and allow 
And the other nice phrase that I was taught by someone else who I really respect was, um, she, she calls it the three amigos. Uh, she's Asian, so she goes, I have my friends, the three amigos. <laughs> faith, trust, and surrender. Yeah, and that's yeah. beautiful. That, that's the state where we've got to try and stay while all of this crap's going on. Yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. We'll end it with that, Tim. Thank you so much for coming on. This is amazing. Uh, this, the, the reason we're having had you back on for a third time is because I truly believe this stuff, is, this technology is fascinating. It is next level stuff. And it's just, it's fascinating to me. I could listen to it all day long because um, we want to know. We, we're drawn, I'm, I guess I resonate with it because I, I really do see it as being the future. So, yeah, uh, any, everybody out there, I know everybody's wanting to know about the promo codes. Promo code TRUTH, all caps, gets you 10% off the Omnia patches through Christmas. Promo code Sleepy Joe gets you 20% off our Teespring page through Christmas. And um, we don't have the promo code anymore for Hopewell Farm, but uh, you guys know that's amazing CBD products. Uh, Jace, I see you're in the chat. Um, tell them about... Um, Hopewell Farm. I know Jason and Alexis, they use Hopewell Farm products. Uh, they're amazing. They really are amazing. They're very potent. They work. It's the best CBD I've ever used. Um, so so get get an Omnia patch or patches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, Journey uh, to Truth Christmas bundle. And get, get Hopewell Farm CBD. <laughs> and, um, all right, Tim. So we need. Any, uh, any last words before we part ways here? No, I'm all good. Thank you very much for the <laughs> like, uh, no. opportunity to chat your crowd again and uh hopefully next time we'll bring lackey on to yeah. tell your audience about what he's just invented and how it works and how everything that tesla invented is like the old way and here's the new way fingers crossed for that but that's my promise yeah. to you as soon as it soon happens we're coming on beautiful Sweet. i can't wait all right tim well thank you so much for coming on um I will say, oh yeah, I did want to thank everybody for the uh, donations. Thank everybody for the donations we've been getting. Um, it's it's just yes. amazing the support we're getting right now through these times. Uh, look at 11.33 average, yeah. the synchronicity. Sorry, looking at the screen. Um, just thank you, everybody. Thank everyone for your support. Thank you to all the mods, Anita, Alara, whoever else is a mod. I don't even know anymore. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, thank you all. To, thanks to thank you guys for showing up every week and just supporting us through this because um this is this is our passion this is what we like doing so if we can help you guys on your journey then that's you know we're doing something right so thank you guys and we love you all and we'll be back a lot sooner than you think we have a lot coming up this is going to be a busy month uh some weird it's not going to be our normal thursday night schedule uh but um I think you guys will like what we have coming. So stay tuned and good night, everybody. And we love you and we will see you next time. <clears throat> ¶¶